It's pretty crazy how influence works and how we can be influenced by certain things that we don't even realize we're being influenced by. So all that being said, I'm asking you the question today, who are you going to allow influence you in your writing going into the new year? Who are you going to follow in 2024? Okay, let's chat about it. Hey there and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach and I work with riders from all over the world to help them have better conversations with their horse but also understand things a little bit better. And today I'd like to help you to set your new year up for you and your horse. Okay, so it may seem like a really kind of simple question. It may seem like a trivial question, not even an important question, but I think this is a really important question. And that is, who are you going to follow in 2024? Okay, and right now, like you probably know this, we are totally spoiled for choice when it comes to kind of people we can learn from, whether it's horsemanship, riding, training, whatever, okay? Like the internet is full of other equestrians from all walks of life and disciplines and methods, okay? And that is fantastic, it's amazing, it's brilliant, okay? It's such an opportunity and I think definitely one that we should be using and we should be availing of. However, okay, the internet also has a, I suppose, a certain rhythm to how it works. And what's important to understand is that it's very possible that the people that you're seeing, and I'm using the word seeing, okay, so maybe on your social media feeds, things like that, on a daily basis, they may not be the best fit for you in your current situation. And the thing is, we are shown things based on an algorithm that nobody really understands. But, you know, it's really important to understand that who the internet and I'm just going to use the internet as kind of the word for all these different sites and all these different um, platforms but who the internet deems popular okay meaning who the internet is going to show you posts of you can become very much influenced by those particular posts okay their techniques the experiences whatever but those people might have absolutely nothing in common with you and whether it's kind of where you're situated in the world whether it is values whether it's resources it matters because if you're trying to almost like follow along and learn from somebody who's in a completely different boat than you are okay so like this is a totally different situation yet that's going to lead to a lot of frustration and what I've noticed is that riders begin to see either themselves or their horse or both as being like a bit of a failure or like less than not good enough not able to this isn't panning out and what's really really irritating and what what kind of gets to me here is that it's that's could nothing could be further from the truth what's really going on is that the person they're trying to I suppose aspire to be like has absolutely nothing in common with them and they're not in the same boat they're not in the same situation and it really and truly can cause riders to 
first of all, become a little bit disheartened about the whole situation, but also inevitably it causes riders to become quite frustrated. And I don't think that feeling, that particular emotion is a useful one when we are working with our horse. Okay. So, you know, I've said that all the, I suppose the diversity, okay, that is kind of equestrianism when it comes to the internet, it's brilliant. Okay. And there is just so much information available and there's so many trainers there who you can follow along with on these online platforms okay it's brilliant but I think that we have to begin looking at it from your perspective or at least you have to begin looking at it from your perspective okay like will whatever that method provides or what will whatever that person is doing okay is it going to work with maybe your local practices, maybe your available resources and um, what's possible for you right now based on weather, your age, the horse, your training, the facilities you have, the resources such as time or money, okay? Is this going to be possible? And I think that these questions are important questions. When we are trying to follow somebody who has like a totally different experience and whether it be maybe to do with um, the weather and the heat and the climate, okay? And they're kind of doing this one thing that's tailored for where they are in the world. That mightn't suit you, okay? Or if we think about resources, um, and again, this could be time or money, but it could also be resources of facilities. If you're trying to follow somebody who kind of, I suppose, needs or depends on specific resources in order to really get their method to work, and you don't have those resources or you don't have them as freely available as the person you're trying to follow, there's going to be a rub there. So I think it's really, really important to understand that you want to look for people who I suppose you can begin working towards and you can begin um, working towards kind of aspiring to be like them, to, to, to really learn from them in a way that it's going to support you and your horse. I think that's important. Now, we've mentioned all kind of the bricks and mortar, okay? So like all the, like, what have you got and, and how much of it have you got, okay? But I also think values are really important. And I think that when we, again, think about the horsey world and the horsey universe, there are lots of different things that are held in high esteem, okay? And different people will have different ideas about what is perceived valuable okay and what is not okay so for example you may be the sort of person who at the end of the day if you and your horse have this strong partnership you've got your building trust you're kind of really and truly coming together with your relationship you're strengthening your relationship you may not be very much aligned to let's say a trainer an equestrian a coach who is very competitive very driven like you know we need to win okay stuff the rest of it we have to win that is the most important thing that is the value they hold highest okay yeah, that, that's not going to gel. And similarly, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you are very competitive. Maybe you're the person who wants to kind of have this success in competition or whatever. And you're actually following somebody who's more into like, you know, just be with your horse, be one with the horse, you and your horse, like have this conversation together and it'll all be good. And they're definitely not pushing on time and they definitely are not pushing on hard, fast goals at hard, fast dates. Okay. 
you're going to become frustrated. So you want to make sure that the values um, that you have, and you know, sometimes this can be a matter of I often like to look at what I don't like. Okay, so, you know, we, we can all talk about what we do like, but th- sometimes if you're you're like, I don't know, what do I like? Like, what is important? Well, start with what you don't like and what you do not want your relationship with your horse to be, what you do not want your training to be. And then from there, let that lead you, um, basically the contrast of it, to actually figuring out what is truly important for you in your riding. Like I personally hold the value of correct training. I think that's really important. And if I'm working with somebody who wants quick results and they're willing to take shortcuts, I don't really enjoy that because I know long-term it doesn't help anybody, least of all the horse, but it really and truly does not help anybody. Um, I don't enjoy that way of working and training, but some people do, okay? And hey, that's their, that's their, what they value. They want a quick win. They want a quick result. They don't really care about the long-term. They just want to make it work today and it must work today and that's it. Um, Yet we wouldn't be very aligned, okay? So that wouldn't be the person that I'd reach out to, to work with, okay? So I think that it is important to understand that your values. Now, I also think, and you know, this could be maybe a little bit of an iffy kind of thing to get into, but I think it's important. Um, we need to understand that, you know, horse riding is definitely for everybody, okay? And regardless of age or physical abilities, there's, and I think that's what's so lovely about kind of horses as a whole is that there are so many different ways that we can work with the horses, we can interact with them, and we can really and truly like build and strengthen and, and I suppose create ways to become better at whatever it is with regards to horses we want to do, okay? And whether that's riding, could be driving, could be just groundwork, whatever, okay? There's lots of different ways we can do that. But I do think that we also have to be aware that there are age-related risks, okay? And they can show up in lots of different ways when you're working with horses, okay? I think age really and truly can impact both the mental and the physical aspects of riding. We often think about it as just being a physical thing. No, it's also very, very much mental. And I do think it's important to be aware of that, okay? I'm not saying this is going to like define everything, but when you're putting everything together, I do think it's important, okay? Like you want to be mindful of kind of the consequences of following maybe specific advice or methods that don't consider age kind of age-related challenges, okay? Um, I think that's important. Now, for younger riders, where I often see this show up, is that they really and truly want the quick win. They want to push the boundary. They want to get there, okay? And what can often happen is, firstly, we end up in the situation I just said, where there's like huge gaps in either the rider's training or the horse's training, okay? So they got got the, the result, but they maybe didn't get it by building a strong foundation, okay? Now, the other thing that can happen there is it's kind of overtraining. It can lead to injuries. It can even lead to burnout. Like the horse just gets sour. It's fed up or the rider becomes really sour, okay? But I do find that, and of course, this is not, um, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not painting everyone with the one brush, obviously, but usually with younger riders, this can be the challenge, okay? Or a challenge that is age-related. Now, obviously, if we go very young, we're talking about coordination issues. There's lots of things going on there as well. Um, and then if we go the other end, which would be maybe a more mature rider, okay? 
they, I think, sometimes can have more responsibilities, more commitments um, that needs to be addressed, first of all, if they're going to create some sort of a training plan or a writing plan. But also then those things play on the back of your mind, like you're thinking to yourself, hold on now, I can't fall off and break my leg. Who's going to drive the children to school? Okay, <laughs> like that is a very valid and real concern here, okay? And then if we go further, it could be, hold on now, if I do fall off and break something, how long is it going to take to heal, okay? So, you know, it, obviously different ages have different challenges, but I think that when you're following somebody online, it is important to make sure that the person you're following is considering that when they're giving you different um, ideas and methods and kind of different, I don't know, things that you can try with your horse, okay? I do think that that's really, really, really important as well. Now, the final thing that I want to talk about here is how you can begin sometimes to feel stuck with your riding. What I've noticed a lot is that sometimes this is down to, and a lot of the time, this is down to actually taking advice or following the wrong person, okay? Because it impacts the confidence, okay? Like I've just, we've we've already spoken about how it really and truly is mental um, and physical, okay? But, you know, we sometimes forget about the mental part. A mindset is really what makes all the difference when it comes to riding and training horses, okay? And when you find yourself following advice that doesn't really can we say resonate okay with you you're like "Eh, I don't know okay but you keep going because you're like no well okay this person's getting amazing results I want the results this person has so I'm going to keep doing it I'm going to push on here like crack on hack on keep going yeah what often happens is your confidence is what you end up literally paying for it with, okay? You are going to lose your confidence. And it kind of puts your skills backwards as well. Like you really, you know, if we think of horse riding as being kind of like stairs, okay? You actually end up going back down a step or two with regards to skill. And whether this is doing things that are just not suited for you, or again, this kind of erosion of your confidence, um, I do think that it is really, really important to understand that, that you do need to find somebody that you, I suppose, feel that it's, it is a match for you. And then also be able to recognize where things are not a match. And instead of just pushing on now, obviously I do think that, and you know, I speak about it a lot in the podcast, okay, um, there is a certain mental discomfort when we do something new. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like this really goes against what you really feel like. For example, if you do not agree with using whips or sticks, but the person that you're working with or the person you're following, okay, is like a real stickler for the L stick, okay, or whatever, that's going to rub up against you. And I'll tell you, at the end of the day, you're going to start thinking, no, you know what? If this is the only way I can get this, well, it's not worth getting. And that's what you have to keep in mind. There's never just one way to get something, okay? When we're talking with horses, there's always different ways. There's always different routes you can travel. There's always different ways you can explore. And, you know, suppleness as a concept, you know, but let's just take it really down to basics. Suppleness is mental and physical. And if you want to work on your mental suppleness, be willing to kind of say, hold on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really agree with that. I'm going to change, okay? I'm going, to, I'm, going to do, I'm going to follow something else or I'm going to do something different or I'm going to do the thing that feels most aligned for me and my horse in this situation. 
So back to the question, who are you going to follow in 2024? Okay, now I'm saying this in 2024, obviously you can listen to this whenever, it's going to be just as kind of clear for you. What I'm gonna suggest you do is kind of get clarity over what you value, what's important for you in horse riding, on your horse riding journey as an equestrian, what is important? What are your goals? What are your values? What do you enjoy doing? And then how can you begin to create like this little bank of equestrians that really and truly exude all of those qualities, okay? And I'm not saying there's going to be one person who's perfect at everything. I like to kind of pick and choose and blend things together. Um, and I think it's good to kind of sometimes question things. Uh, really? I don't know so much, eh? That's also good. It's good mental practice. But I do think that when you then begin to really and truly curate the influence that you are allowing into your life with regards to your horses, you can then begin to make the year, okay, if we talk about next year, okay, but you can begin to make your journey much more worthwhile for you and your horse going forward. Okay, I am going to leave it at this. I hope this was helpful. I think it's a really important thing to, to kind of keep asking yourself and you know, be willing to change, as I said. Um, and if you think there's somebody who maybe would enjoy my podcast the daily strides podcast would you do me a favor and share the podcast with them with another question i would really really appreciate it as well okay i'm going to leave it there have a super one keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye